Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Jesus told us that we're going to have tribulation in this world. And even right now, the church across the world is going through persecution, going through tribulation, unlike anything that's come before, meaning that there are more Christians being martyred for their faith in Jesus today than were martyred in the first century. So you could argue that the tribulation that the church is undergoing now is worse than anything in history. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that there is a lot of persecution of the church going on in our world. There are more martyrs and more Christians who are being treated poorly for Christ's sake. As Christians, we need to come alongside those whom we can help and share Christ with everyone else. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Open your Bibles, if you would. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 24 again. Uh, today resuming our study in the book of Matthew. When we left off week before last, I told you that today we'd be taking a look at what Jesus said about the Antichrist. Um, What I didn't tell you is that Jesus doesn't actually use that term. Uh, In in fact, only the Apostle John used that term in, in the Scriptures. But here in Matthew 24, Jesus does reference the person um, whom John calls by that title. In, in Matthew 24, verses 15 to 22, Jesus said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, and, and then Matthew gives us this little um, parenthetic exhortation. We, we're, we're not sure if it's something that Jesus said or if, if it was, you know, Matthew you know, writing it in there, but he says, whoever reads, let him understand. He's like, listen, you need to be paying attention to this. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house, and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who were pregnant and to those who were nursing babies in those days, and, and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. 
And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, I want to begin by pointing out to you that those who love the Lord Jesus won't have to worry about running and hiding and all of that kind of stuff because we won't be here when this happens. We'll already be with Jesus when this takes place. And I know there's disagreement, there's argument uh, about it, and I'm not going to spend a a ton of time on it, but that verse, you know, verse 22, he says, unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. The word elect in verse 22 there refers to the Jewish people who are going to wake up when this happens and realize that the man they had thought to be their Messiah, because they will believe that this man is their Messiah during that period of time, they're going to realize he's actually clearly possessed by the devil himself. They're, they're going to see him standing inside the newly rebuilt temple, the third temple, inside the Holy of Holies, desecrating that holy place, declaring himself to be God. And that's the point at which the, the last holdouts among the Jewish people are, are going to have their eyes opened and finally recognize that Jesus is who he always claimed to be. Now, the, the people who say that this verse 22 refers to the church, you know, that the church is going to go through the, the tribulation and, and, and have to endure all of this. And, and, you know, sometimes they'll argue, you know, because the church has always gone through tribulation. And so why would we believe we won't go through that tribulation? Well, because that tribulation, according to scripture, is unique and different. It, it's the tribulation. Jesus told us that we're going to have tribulation in this world. And even right now, the church across the world is going through persecution, going through tribulation, unlike anything that's come before, meaning that there are more Christians being martyred for their faith in Jesus today than were martyred in the first century. So you could argue that the tribulation that the church is undergoing now is worse than anything in history but it's not worse than anything that will ever be. Jesus said that the tribulation, this great tribulation is gonna be worse than anything humanity has ever or will ever endure. And if you want to dig into this more deeply, all I can say is, you know, I've taught through the book of Revelation twice where we really dig into it in depth and it's available. The, 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 you know, the last time was, I think, 2018, 2019. It's on the website, on the church website. It's still accessible. We've got on CD when I did it the first time, whenever that was, many moons ago. And then, you know, Pastor Chuck Smith, uh, they're, they're, uh, he talked through it several times, but at least two and then one overview are available on um, the app that they, that they did of Pastor Chuck's teachings. Um, it's called The Word for Today. Dig into it. But the bottom line is that the discussion here is whether or not the elect refers to the church or to Israel at this point in time. And see, all through the Old Testament, God refers to Israel as the elect. When Jesus said this, he was talking about the elect. Isaiah 45 verse 4 is just one example. God says, for, my, for Jacob my servant's sake and Israel my elect, 
I have even called you by your name. I've named you, though you have not known me. So he's clearly, at that point, referring to Israel. And that fact, God calling Israel his elect, coupled with what God has revealed in the scriptures about his character, make it hard to believe that he would leave his church on earth for the time when he allows evil to be completely unrestrained here. And by the way, that's what makes this, this trip detribulation worse than anything ever before. The tribulation that's referred to here and in other places in Scripture is a seven-year period, and more specifically, really, a, um, that last three and a half, but it's a seven-year period where evil is completely unrestrained on the earth. Let me say that again. Evil is completely unrestrained on the earth during that period of time. Now, I don't know if you've ever, and I'm not necessarily encouraging you to do this, but if you think back at the way things were 1,500 years ago, if you know anything of history and the way that, you know, even across Europe, the tribal mentality where it was basically whoever was the strongest and could come up with the best weapons and raise the strongest armies, that they were the ones who dominated, right? And, and the brutality, most of us can't even imagine. And there was restraint. Not much, but there was restraint. There will come a day when there will be no restraint whatsoever. So imagine the most horrible tyrant, the most horrible human being that, that you could possibly imagine and multiply that with no check, no, no, no restraining influence, no, none of that. And that's what you're going to have. And then some. But you see, just like the angel told Lot that he couldn't unleash God's wrath on Sodom until righteous Lot had left the city well, in the same way, God is not going to pour out his wrath on the earth until the church has been evacuated. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.